Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where Karen gets arrested. Our next Reddit post is from Dantax. So I'm still laughing about the situation that literally just happened today. I went to Walmart to get some meat and diapers. Then I went to check the gaming section to see if they had a discount on some games that I want. I noticed they had the first PlayStation 5 that I've seen in the wild since launch. I thought, oh, this is great. I do already have one, but I thought maybe I can make some money by flipping this. So I called an associate to get it for me. I paid 549 bucks, got my receipt, and this is where I met Karen and her son. Right after I turned my card, I see this boy yelling, Oh my god, mom, the PS5! Pointing at me. The lady comes up to me and asks me where I found it. I told her I found it in the electronics section, and this is the only one that they had. Then, we had this conversation. So, you said this is the last unit? I believe so, ma'am. You can ask the Walmart guy over there. The Walmart employee who overheard me said, Nah, that was the last one. We just had two units. But, Mom, it's been two years of telling me that you would get me a PlayStation 5. So, you don't want to give me yours? You're like 30, and my son would use it way more than you would. No, I'm sorry, but I already paid for it. Good luck in your search, though. You didn't pay for it. You're not even near the cashiers. Your people don't even play video games. Excuse me? My people? What do you mean by my people? Mexicans! I know you guys. Your accent is horrible, by the way. First of all, I'm not Mexican. Secondly, we're done here. I paid for this unit, so it's mine. You can throw a tantrum if you want, but nothing will change. Good luck. The spoiled kid collapses to the ground and starts having a temper tantrum. You're a piece of trash. My son needs this, so I'm taking it. You're not even from here, you sand inward. So the Walmart employee who had been helping me earlier is black, and I think that he thought that she was calling him the N-word for some reason. He immediately started yelling at Karen to get out. Karen put her hand on my PlayStation 5, and I instantly pushed her away. She started to yell that I assaulted her, and people called the cops. She kept saying that I was a sand inward and calling me a steroid user and other stuff, but I just moved away and waited for the cops to arrive. The cop who got there was Hispanic. I told him what happened, and I showed the receipt of the console that I purchased with my own credit card. The Walmart employee was a total king and was on my side the entire time. The Karen got angry and called me a sand inward one more time in front of the cops, and they put her in cuffs. They asked if I wanted to press charges, and of course, I said yes. I went back and tipped the Walmart dude 50 bucks because he had my back after I pushed the Karen, and I'm like six foot two, so this could have been bad for me. So that's my Saturday morning, and if someone wants to buy a PlayStation 5 Horizon Edition in North Massachusetts, let me know. Well, OP, the Karen sucks for sure, but you suck too for scalping a PlayStation 5. And, you know, like, I have to wonder... It, kind of a little bit stupid here, to be honest, OP, because you bought the PS5 to scalp it, and then the second you turn around, you find a potential customer. Why not just try to sell it to the Karen, right? You bought it to sell it, so sell it to her. Say, sure, I'll sell it to you for 50 bucks over asking price, and bam, you made 50 bucks in like 10 minutes of work. So, kind of feels like an everyone sucks here situation. OP sucks less than the Karen, but definitely an everyone sucks here. Our next Reddit post is from Wendy Soto. Today I was babysitting my neighbor's daughter who's two years old. This isn't the first time that I babysat for her. I love this little girl. She's the cutest thing in the world. 
Anyways, I told my neighbor that I had a few errands to run, and she was fine with her daughter being with me. I went to the mall to return a few things, and I went to Macy's to try on some shoes, while the girl, Layla, was sitting in the chair looking at what I was doing. I asked her, do you like these shoes? And Layla said, wow, cute. Then I asked, Cries que deberíamos comprar estos zapatos? Which is Spanish for, do you think we should buy these shoes? Layla's just repeating, shoes, being all happy. I was basically just having a conversation with myself in Spanish. I then say, come on Layla, let's go pay and then we can get some ice cream. Now, here's where the entitled mother comes in. She was in the same selection as us with her grandson, who was maybe three or four years old, but I wasn't paying any attention to her before this. She says, you shouldn't be speaking to her in Spanish. You should teach her English. She'll benefit from knowing English more. I'm not shocked. This isn't the first time that someone's told me to not speak Spanish. I just took a deep breath and said, we're both Dominicans, which means that our native language is Spanish. And yeah, she was born here, so she's learning to speak both languages. The grandmother did not like me talking back and said, your daughter is going to start school soon, so she'll need English more. And you live here anyways, so there's no need for her to speak Spanish right away. At this point, I knew this lady wouldn't listen to reason, so I just gathered my things and picked up Layla to get ready to leave. The grandma continued, I just want what's best for her. And man, I was pissed. First, how is Layla not knowing her family's language good for her? I lost my cool and said, lady, please just F off. I don't care about your advice. She was shocked, and I walked away before she could say anything else. You know, the really tragic thing about this is that, you know, obviously this lady's racist, right? But because you cursed her out at the end of this, she's going to come away from this thinking, Ugh, those, those vulgar Mexicans. I can't believe they would be so rude when I was just trying to be helpful. Like, she's a type of person who's completely incapable of realizing she's the one who's being racist, not you. Our next Reddit post is from Auntie. To understand this story, you first have to know where it all takes place. I work at a so-called kinder college. It's a weekend school for kids between the ages of 3 and 14 with high intelligence, meaning an IQ of 130 and above. It is nothing like regular school. You attend different courses that you choose beforehand, and you can always switch classes or leave. The aim of these classes is to teach kids stuff that they actually want to know in a fun way and give those kids an environment that's finally normal for them. Because they don't really get that normality in their regular lives. Because they always stand out and are often branded as weird. All the kids who attend our school are special, which makes them normal again, and that can help some kids out a lot. I teach theater along with another teacher. We have three different courses, one for 3- to 6-year-olds, one for 6- to 10-year-olds, and the last for 10- to 14-year-olds. To get accepted into the school, you don't necessarily need to do an IQ test. The principal of our school is a really nice old lady, and sometimes it's enough just to talk to her. She's been doing this job for a few decades now, and she's really good at instantly telling if someone is above 130 IQ or even above 145. Anyways, sometimes the principal wants to do a test because she's not completely sure. And sometimes the parents want to do a test just to get an idea of their kid's intelligence. The test itself is an official IQ test, but like a shortened version. Meaning, it's not legitimate enough to be used outside of the school, it's just to get a rough idea. Now, a person's IQ can be super intimidating, which is why we have the Fight Club rule. Don't talk about it. Most kids at our school don't even know their own IQ, and it's better that way. It's not a competition, and it's not something to brag about. 
My first course starts at 9 a.m. and I usually arrive at 8.50 a.m. I use those 10 minutes to go to the toilet really quick and then collect my money from the secretary. The secretary and the principal sit in a big lobby and basically spend the whole day talking to parents, giving advice, helping people find their way, etc. If you ever want to go to the bathroom, grab something to eat, or go outside, you always have to go through the lobby. This results in the lobby getting quite crowded most of the time. So, anyways, I was waiting for my money chatting with the principal. She was telling me about this really quiet kid, James, who's five years old, who she tested last week, and his mother was apparently acting really weird. I quickly found out that James was in my course last week. James caught my attention as well. He was very quiet. But not only that, I've been working at this school for two years now, and I kind of know how to read kids at this point. This kid was way behind everyone else there, and not just because he was there for the first time. He couldn't repeat long sentences like the others, didn't properly understand the orders we gave, and generally really stood out. The kid's entitled mother was there too. She sat in the back of the room the whole time, even though we told her to leave quietly after 5-10 to minutes. The entitled mother decided that she didn't want to leave, so she stayed, and since we didn't want to start a fight and waste 30 minutes that we had left, we just ignored her. Well, the principal told me that the entitled mother insisted on staying by her son's side during the IQ test, which, in theory, isn't against protocol. But still, it's just not a good idea because it's really distracting for the kid. She still insisted, so she was allowed into the testing room. Originally, she wanted to sit right next to her kid, but that actually is against protocol, so we had to sit her at a different table, which apparently she was really unhappy about. The principal told me that she first guessed James' IQ to be around 120, which is still great and above average, but the test result said something around 140. This is really weird, because those two numbers are worlds apart. The answers that James gave were also really weird. Apparently, he gave most of his answers in a really short time. Some right, some wrong. The principal didn't think too much about it, and I didn't either. But looking back, it's really obvious. Well, by that point, I got my paycheck, so I said goodbye to the principal and secretary and went to class. Well, we started the class with a little game, and about five minutes into it, the entitled mother and kids stumbled into the room. It's not unusual for kids to come in like 10 minutes late during the morning, so while my coworker continued the game, I approached the two. James had fun here last time. He would like to continue this class. No problem. We just need James's information, and you have to talk to the principal downstairs for the payments. The entitled mother then gave me the information. During this exchange, James didn't say anything to me, so I went down to eye level with him and talked to him directly. Hey, remember me? I'm OP, and that's my coworker, Claire. Do you want to go join the group? I have to talk to your mommy for a bit, but I'll be there soon. James just nodded and ran to Claire. I stood up again and started telling the entitled mother the usual information. The entitled mother decided to not let me finish and talked over me. Yeah, no, I need to stay by my kid's side. He's a really special kid. I have to make sure that he gets the attention that he needs. That really made me raise my eyebrows mentally. I said, I understand that you're concerned for your child, but every kid here is special, like your son. And this course is meant to take all the pressure off the kids and just let them be kids. Parents aren't meant to. You don't understand. My son is special. He has an IQ of 140. How many kids in here are that smart, huh? At this point, the entitled mother just broke the fight club rule. 
I said, I don't know the IQs of the other kids, and I don't need to know. That's not what this school is about. Well, my son is probably the smartest kid this school has ever seen, so I'm staying. This isn't a school where people get graded, and you can't stay. My son needs me. At this point, James was literally paying zero attention to his mother. He's fine. We're taking good care of him. If something happens, we have your phone number. If he needs you, we'll just call, so I can't let you stay. It's not fair for him or the other kids. Apparently, the entitled mother started to realize that she was talking to a wall at that point and gave me a death glare. I'm gonna talk to the principal about you. I'm a concerned parent, so I should be allowed in here. I didn't say anything and watched her rush out of the room, leaving behind her precious special kid just like that. Surprisingly, the entitled mother didn't return before the class ended one hour later. We found her in the lobby, throwing a tantrum and yelling at the principal. You have to remember that she left our classroom almost an hour ago, so I guess she's been throwing a tantrum this entire time. The principal and secretary looked really exhausted from trying to calm her down without success. I only heard a few sentences, including, My son needs all the attention. He has an IQ of 140. How dare you! Then the entitled mother saw me holding her kid in my arms. You! Give me my son now! Why are you here? Did something happen? What did you do? I said, class is over and you never showed back up, so we went looking for you. I was about to come, so don't blame that on me, you effing B-word! She actually said that in front of like 20 kids. I set down James and he waddled over to his crazy mom, standing next to her like a lost dog. At this point, the father of another student who had a dog with him came into the picture. Could you maybe tone it down a bit? I don't know what this discussion is about, but I'm sure that there's no need to yell. Oh, I yell all I want because my son is special. The principal said, and so is everyone else. This entire school is made for special kids, to help them, to give them what they need. And that's what Opie and Claire do too. This discussion went on and on with us trying to calm the entitled mother down and her just repeating herself over and over again, progressively getting angrier each time. At this point, the father with the dog let his dog wander free and came over to me to talk. James, being ignored by his mother once again, came over to me as well and asked if he could pet the dog. The father heard him and nodded. James was playing with the dog for a while and I was just standing by his side when he suddenly said a sentence that would change the entire situation. I didn't want to do it. I said, huh? You didn't want to do what? The test. Mommy made me remember all the answers. I just stared at James for a few moments, completely surprised by what he said. I asked, how did your mommy know the answers, James? Her friend gave them to her. He's a doctor. Now it made sense why James answered the questions so quickly. Not because he was smart, but because he already knew them. At this point, I went over to confront the entitled mother. I said, you faked the IQ test. At this point, everyone involved went silent. What? How dare you accuse me? James just told me. He said that you made him remember the answers. You faked it. I did not. James is just tired. He doesn't know what he's talking about. The principal said, I don't think that James is lying. The way that James answered the questions was very weird. It would absolutely make sense if he was just remembering the answers and not figuring them out. The entitled mother panicked and everyone could see it. 
And the next thing she did makes me question humanity to this very day. She pushed me so hard that I fell into the father. Then she grabbed James and just ran for it, like straight up ran for her life. Everybody just stood there, absolutely confused, watching that crazy lady running away with her son. Nobody stopped her, everybody just watched. We never saw her or her kid again, but everyone who works there knows this story now. I assume that she figured out what test we use either through her buddy doctor or another parent told her the name. And James wasn't even stupid. The principal estimated him to be around 120, which is still above average, but I guess the entitled mother just wanted to get that extra attention. Okay, so as I was reading this story, I was trying to figure out, does the entitled mother care about this because she wants to give her son every single opportunity to learn as much as possible? Or is she just doing this because she wants to have bragging rights that her son goes to a special, gifted, genius-level school? And I was willing to give her the benefit of the doubt up until the very end when, as soon as the jig was up, she just pushed OP away and ran. That really makes me think that the reason why she did this is because she cares about what everyone thinks, and as soon as they realize what she really did, she just couldn't bear the shame. <laughs> right? Because in a normal situation, if you get caught, the response is just, you're right, I cheated, I'm really, really sorry, I just want my kid to be in this program so much because I want him to have every opportunity possible, this is my fault, I shouldn't have done this, could we please let my kid retake the test? Right? That'd be the normal thing to do. Because then your kid would still get a chance to go to the school, but it's not about the kid. It's about her having a genius kid. Because if you have a genius kid, that must mean that you're a genius too. Though, I have a sneaking suspicion that James got his 120 IQ from his dad, not his mom. That was our slash Entitled Parents. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast. Because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.